Hey everyone, welcome back to another broadcast of In the Trenches. I'm excited to sit down today with Charlie Wallace, who's the founder of GuitarMasteryMethod.com. For the last several years, Charlie Wallace has been teaching guitar, and he's built a sizable platform around GuitarMasteryMethod.com, starting with just a simple course that he was selling for $47, and has now scaled into a multiple seven-figure company. There were two really big takeaways for me from today's conversation. One is how Charlie focuses on value first and brings that into practical sense for us, specifically in regards to how he generates leads for his business, which is a combination of paid traffic to a highly valuable lead magnet, and specifically how he does that. I found that really interesting. My second big takeaway from my conversation with Charlie is how he's scaling to eight figures and beyond with a primary focus on their continuity program. And so we go into some of the details about how they're doing that and what they're doing to add value to their membership site and what they're doing to attract new members. So if you've ever wondered, can you make it in a particular niche or industry or market, I think you're gonna come away really motivated from today's conversation because I think Charlie proves the point that you can be hyper-focused on a, a very specific segment of the population, provide a ton of value to them, and build a profitable seven to eight figure business. So without further ado, let's get to it. Charlie, so the place I wanna start before we get into the business you've built uh, with guitarmasterymethod.com and, and everything in and around that space is how do you get your start and how do you actually get to the point kind of building this business in the guitar uh, in the, well, playing guitar space, like educating people on how to play guitar. I believe when we met, you were actually in a rock band. So I'm curious, a little bit of your backstory and how you got into the business side of things. Okay, cool, cool. So, you know, obviously I play guitar, I play guitar for a long time. And the natural thing is, you know, when you're a teenager, um, how can I make a little bit of money from this? And, you know, like, I started teaching in schools and I was I worked in a music store for like 10 years and I used to teach out in the back room and just teach your one-on-one -on -one students. You know, I remember the first time I was ever sitting in a room with someone like actually taking them through a guitar lesson. I was thinking like, oh, I've got to have to prepare so much. But then, you know, there's only so much that someone can take in in half an hour. But I learned just a huge, huge amount from teaching people one-on-one -on -one. because I, I taught people from five years old you know right up to 70 years old and i'm a big fan of the likes of tony robbins and his nlp stuff and you know john Asaraf and his you know research and learnings on how the brain actually learns and so i think having that side of uh, curiosity really allowed me to kind of tailor these guitar lessons in a way where my students, I found them getting a lot of results really quickly. You know, I remember the way that most people ever tried to teach me guitar, I never really got lessons from anyone, I just went out on my own, was that they would decide what they were going to teach you and then they would teach that. And I remember a story uh, Tony Robbins talks about how he was speaking to a guy and, you know, he's like a, a, a teenager and he wanted to, uh, he hated school, and he, but he loved surfing. And then so Tony was like, how can I get this guy excited about school? So he started talking to him about like, well, how, how about if you could start like a surfing school? And then, you know, that kind of got him excited because it's to do with something he likes. So uh, I just started really saying, hey, what do you want to learn and let's get you there? And, you know, 
uh, Eben Pagan always talks about chocolate-covered broccoli. And then so I was like, right, well, this is the broccoli, and we're going to cover it in chocolate, and the chocolate's going to be your favorite songs. We're going to get you playing your favorite songs. And inside of those songs is all the techniques, all the hard work, and everything you need to actually become a good guitarist. So while I was doing all of that kind of thing and, and really developing my, my teaching methodology, which I, I didn't really realize was happening, by the way, uh, I was, you know, playing in a band. We were uh, playing around New Zealand. You know, I was, you know, like young, like with the start of this, I, you know, drinking age is 18 here in New Zealand. So we were like 17, uh, having to get our parents to come to the shows so that we could actually play in these bars and stuff. And, um, you know, when we turned 18, then we just started jumping in the car and, and driving around New Zealand playing shows. And, you know, it was a whole lot of fun uh, living off the, uh, I'm not sure if it's a saying um, anywhere else in the world, but living off the bones of our ass. You know, we were just <laughs> dead poor and you know, living off next to nothing. Um, you know, like just kept working hard at the band. You know, the band is, is a, a huge, was a huge passion of mine, still is. It's still what I want to do. But it just got to a point where, you know, I'd worked so hard to be a musician. I'd done everything that I thought I should do. And it got to the point where we were, we'd been in Europe playing some shows. And I got back to New Zealand and I was like, went to the supermarket and I remember needing to get food for me and my girlfriend at the time. I needed to get food for the cats. I needed to get just like things like toilet paper and petrol. And I, I remember looking into my wallet and I had like $2.60 and I was just thinking, right, I got, I got to make this work somehow. And then I just remember thinking how ridiculous it is to be in that position when I am working so hard, like I'm not, you know, I was not, I'm not a lazy person then. I'm certainly not a lazy person now, but there was, there was just in that position. It just seemed absolutely mind blowing. I guess I was a little bit sedated at the time because, you know, just uh, doing things that you do with growing up, you know, in the music industry for some reason, you know, yeah, you just think that uh, smoking pot is just something you should do every day. <laughs> I don't do that anymore, but uh, you know, like, Living in that sort of space, it was just, I kind of hit rock bottom, not in a depressed sense, but in a, like, this isn't going to get me to my goal. My goal is to be able to play music full time and really live my dream of touring the world and not having to sleep on sidewalks while doing so. So I said to the guys in the band, this is about seven years ago now, I said, I'm going to work on this thing, which I think is going to be able to make some money. And that's all my goal was, was just to make some money at the, at the beginning anyway. And then just really started working on this course. I thought, right, well, how could I create a guitar course that is everything that I wish I had when I started to learn guitar? And if I could package this up and send it in a time capsule back to when I first picked up the thing, that would save me so much time and get me so much more results faster. So I created that guitar course and it's called Guitar Mastery 101. And that was the first ever guitar course that I released in Guitar Mastery Method. And it took me three years to do because I was working in a music store. I was teaching guitar from my house. I was teaching guitar in two schools. I was uh, doing promotional work for uh, 
for a music venue and I had to teach myself absolutely everything because obviously I had, I had no way of being able to hire anyone for anything. So I was learning how to build these websites. I was learning video editing. I was you know, learning lighting for my videos. I was learning absolutely. And then obviously on top of that, you got the marketing side of things. And then so it took me a long time. It took me three years to get the product ready, get the members area ready and finally be at the point where I could actually launch the thing. And so August 2014, I clicked the button, which made Guitar Mastery Method go live. And within 30 minutes, um, I had my first sale. Um, up until then, I thought that I'd wasted three years of my life. And then when that first $47 came through, that was the most significant $47 I'd ever made in my life. <laughs> so that's, that's really how I got started. I love it. Um, and I, 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 can, I know the feeling of that first time you put something online, right? And somebody buys it, especially like a digital product or something like that. So, so it's such a, it's definitely a memorable feeling, a memorable experience. So oh, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. And then to think that you've gone from that to what you built today, give us a sense of how large guitarmasterymethod.com is today. Cause it started just you. And I don't know if it's just, if it's still a solo operation, I would assume it's not, but give us a, a sense of the scale of it now. Well, I mean, right now we have, tens of thousands of members all over the world we have uh you know for instance even just in our facebook community right now we only have a fraction of our members in there but we have uh, over eight thousand members in our facebook community and it's just so awesome in there like it's just so so positive that the members that we happen to attract are just absolutely fantastic uh we're doing uh multiple seven figures a year um and right now uh, and our headquarters here in New Zealand, we have uh, there's six of us here. Um, very soon, it's going to be eight within the next couple of months. And we also have some, you know, uh, a really great uh, video editor in the Philippines called Elmar, and we have uh, instructors in um, in Canada. Two instructors in Canada at the moment. We're looking at getting a couple more uh, come on from America. And at the moment, we're in the talks. Uh, with some pretty big names in the music industry, which I, uh, I shouldn't mention because uh, we haven't got uh, a signed deal yet, but uh, very soon we're going to be uh, having step-by-step uh, -step courses from some of the, the biggest and best guitarists in the world. So it's uh, you know just from something that I started in my bedroom, and then now it's uh, you know literally this um, worldwide sort of phenomenon. I love it, man. Well, kudos and, and what a remarkable story. So I want to dig into this a little bit. I'm curious, what have you guys, from when you started, obviously, I'm sure you went through uh, certain, we'll say, tactics or ways you, you or certain tactics or strategies you implemented to kind of grow the business. And where you're at now, it's obviously much, much larger, a, a lot bigger customer base, a lot more members. I'm curious, like what, what have some been, what have been the most effective ways for you to generate um, traffic and like subscribers to the website? Like, is it content marketing? Is it, what has been the most effective for you? It's definitely been just direct ads to a lead magnet, delivering a lot of value up front. We spend a significant amount on, um, on ads and, uh, you know, at, at the moment we're doing over six figures a month in ads and that number is, is just going to continue to grow. And, you know, it, it's, uh, I'm just going to kind of go on off like a little bit of a side tangent here because I think that 
one of the biggest things that allowed me to grow the business so quickly was the fact that you know there's the tactics and the strategies but as like even stepping back further than that is as i mentioned when i first started the thing i was like right i just need to make some money because that's the situation i was in but then i remember hearing about uh i can't remember who it was but someone said if you focus on the money you'll never get to your goal but if you focus on how much value you can deliver then you will and you know it's just like uh um, you know, Zig Ziglar is, you know, you can have anything you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. And then so I, I just changed my thinking to be right, not how much, how can I make more money from these campaigns? How can I make more, uh, you know, more sales and stuff? It's like, how can I add more value to more people's lives? Like how, what is the thing that I can do to add the most amount of value to someone's life today that will turn them into a lifelong customer? And, you know, we just, we don't even like using the word customer here. We just change it to member just because that's what they are. Like as soon as they're in our world, you know, we re really just treat them like royalty because it's, you know, like that's what we're here for. We're, at the end of the day, we're here to help people become the best guitar players they can be. And the testimonials we've got from some of these people are just absolutely amazing. And to, to know that you're leaving that impact on their lives is, is just fantastic. And so I think that's a very important mind shift that it, it needs to be in every single part or every single step. So for instance, the lead magnet that you're going to be you know, using is, like, I know a lot of people, they'll be like, right, well, I, I just have to have something there and they whip it together. But if you can really, really deliver so much value in that lead magnet that it's going to transform their lives, then they're going to be a fan and they're going to stay longer and, they, and they're going to want to buy more of your courses, you know. So definitely running Facebook ads uh, and just any direct to marketing, direct marketing ads to a super valuable lead magnet is really on the back end, on the front end, I should say, is, uh, is how we've really grown the, the business. And did you, did you start out doing paid ads or is that something you kind of developed into? And then That's, obviously once you found it worked, then I'm sure you ramped it up, but I'm curious about that initial period. Yeah, it was, I mean, starting it was a struggle because it, as I mentioned, you know, like I didn't have any money. Like even the guys I helped, I got to help me film my first product. I, I was, you know, a friend, uh, one of them was a friend of mine and I know his friend had all the camera gear and I said, hey, like if you can help me do this, I will pay you, but I have to get this thing off the ground and I'll pay you half of the profit until it's paid off. And on top of that, you know, I'm sitting there trying to get um, trying to get going with um, with these ads, and so I went to a uh, the banks weren't going to lend me money, so I went to a credit union and just said, you know, I've got this strategy and this and that and this and that, and then they gave me a thousand bucks, and that was that allowed me to get going. The, the trouble was the cash flow in the initial stage was, you know, like running some ads, getting and then sort of waiting until I made some money from them and then stopping. And I think especially because I was at that such a low budget and I was delivering such a high value um, uh, lead magnet, even in the beginning when I didn't even realize it was just, it was, you know, so, so valuable. Um, that was, that was a struggle, but it was definitely just like a, like a start, stop, start, stop. And then the starts and the, the stops started being shorter and the starts started being longer to the point where we were able just to continue on. And so when you, okay, so when you did this, it was like the key thing was focusing on the value you were creating for your members, right? And it sounds like obviously it was value focused. So you were producing something probably of like 
uh, value that you said you, you might be able to even like, like sell, like that's the quality yeah. of the content you were producing. And that was the lead magnet. And then people would join through that and then they'd get the offer for one of your courses. Is that generally how it worked? Yeah, definitely. And so obviously that's worked well enough and that's continued to work well. Um, and you guys are running obviously a lot of paid spend, uh, paid traffic on that. Um, I'm curious, and now you're expanding out into uh, some other really interesting areas, like you said, like with celebrity guitarists and stuff like that. So we'll see where that goes. And obviously, I'm sure that'll just blow up your platform in the near future. But a lot of hard work to build the platform where you guys can kind of like develop those relationships and strike those kind of deals, I'm sure. So I'm yeah. curious with when it came, comes to the back end of kind of what you guys are doing, too. Um, I, I, tell me a little bit about kind of how you got, you operate typically, like, say, things like your email lists or autoresponders. I'm curious a little bit, do you like consistently share like free content with your members or people who've signed up? Like, tell me a little bit about how you continue to like maybe maintain that relationship, especially for people before they purchase something. Well, we definitely are setting out a lot of cool free content. And this year in particular is going to be a big year for us, for our YouTube channel. We're really going to blow that up. Our YouTube channel, I mean, right now we've got about 22,000 subscribers, which is kind of surprising to me for the fact that we've never actually tried to push YouTube at all. It's just every single free video that's on YouTube was designed specifically to send uh, our email list free content. And, and so we're, you know, we're sending out free content and then we're running, uh, you know, we're running live specials on our courses. And that's basically how our calendar works. We'll send out some free content, maybe a webinar, and then we'll offer you know a discount on our course for a, a short period of time, and then just send out more free content. And it's it's I, I think it's very important to be you, know, you you have to split them up. I mean, at uh, Traffic Conversion Summit, um, Perry Belcher was saying you know like they spend they send generally one content email and one promotional email every day. Uh, we're not necessarily in that boat. We kind of like to, to flood the free stuff and then we'll focus on the on the promotion. But that's really how, how we run our, our campaigns. Yeah, and so another question I had when I looked at what you were doing was I noticed you guys have a lot of courses now. And obviously it didn't start that way, but you built them out over time. They, they seem to be obviously in certain uh, specific to certain things, but you've expanded out that, uh, we'll say portfolio of uh, product offers. I'm curious your mindset with that in offering multiple different, uh, courses. How do you, how do you navigate that space? Um, and I know that's kind of a broad question, but just knowing that, uh, you know, obviously you have a lot of members, uh, some people buy some, maybe one course versus another. How do you guys manage that to make sure that like the right course is getting in front of the right, uh, member or the right subscriber? Well, Obviously, we can do that through our advertising, but more than anything, it, it comes down to, you know, like I'm a, a um, you know, I would say that Ryan Levesque is is a, a, a really been a huge influence on on my business. He's a, a mentor and friend of mine, and he is always talking about you know these buckets in you know in a, in a company. And, you know, you want to put people into buckets and, and serve them really well. Now, on the, there's another layer which has been even more powerful for us in using, you know, the ask method. And that is surveying our members and finding out exactly what they want. 
And then what that has allowed us to do is to really create courses that we know are going to be slam dunks every time. Because if we're out there and I, if I, I sit down and I could come up with a, a, a huge amount of courses, but at the end of the day, if it's not what people want, then I'm not I'm not delivering that value that you know I see does trying to go out and uh, and and deliver them. So what we really try and do is create courses that we know people already want to buy. At the moment, we don't have necessarily any tool or any automation to split things out because we do so many of our promotions live. But we know from a fact, just from a conversion standpoint, that at least most people want the courses that we buy. And, oh, sorry, mo- at least most people want the courses that, we, that we're offering. And we've even had people, for instance, you know, in our Blues course, uh, have jumped on board and they've written us amazing testimonials and said, hey, you know, like I, I wasn't even really into the Blues, but I've just loved your lessons and everything I've, I've got from you so far. I just thought I'd just jump on this and expand my horizons. And now I'm a huge fan because I just see the value and I see how awesome it is and how much fun it is. And then so at the, we're really wanting to focus on being able to segment down a little bit deeper. But more than anything, I, I think it's just very important for a company to really expand on the products that they offer. Like Because when I first released Guitar Master 101, I thought that was it. I thought, right, I'm going to make this one product and uh, that's going to be me. You know, like that's that's all I have to do. I thought that it was, that's what it was. I thought that you made a course, you put it up to sell and you sold it and you just gave them support via email. And I didn't realize that, um, I can't remember a friend of mine was saying, don't you feel like a little bit ripped off? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, we've kind of sold this whole internet thing like yeah it's easy you know you just you just jump on there and, and create a course and then it's and then you sell it online and it's just easy you, know, you go live on the beach and it's really a lie where it's just like any other company in the world you have to have every single element that every company in the world has it's just so happens that you operate on the internet so you know we're you know like all those roles and responsibilities if you don't have other people doing them, you are doing them all. And if you're not, you know, for instance, if you're not looking after the legal side of things, uh, for instance, which is something that I didn't do in the beginning, then, you know, they can come back and, and bite you in the butt. Um, I'm not saying that we had any, any issues, but it was, you know, one of those things that I definitely overlooked in the beginning. Yeah, that's really fascinating. And I would echo that sentiment of this idea of like, hey, it's still a legitimate business, like just because you're online and remote, it's a remote team or, or what have you, or you're, you're shopping your stores online doesn't mean it's any less real. And I also think that, yeah, there's maybe some misunderstanding about just uh, the, the nature of an info product business or an educational business um, where you're educating and, you know, you're focused on students and you're focused on, on their success. It's a, it's a business, like it's a challenging business model to get it right. Mm. And the thing is, I think there's this idea that there's, there certainly is a low barrier to entry because anyone can hypothetically just like, just like they can self publish a book, they can create a course, put it out there. But then all of a sudden you do that and you realize, wait a second, there's a lot more to this. So that's why I think it's remarkable what you guys have done because you've, you've focused in on this, this niche for sure. And you've just done such a great job. I mean, growing the platform, growing your membership base, like, and have uh, making all these other, uh, making all these offers. So I'm curious, 
on that, we talked a little bit about like the the front focus, like how we generate some traffic for this, how you how you are building um, and growing your memberships. Uh, but I'm also curious, like, is there anything? What's your perspective on the course, the courses you create themselves, um, and how do you guys approach this idea of like student success, and how important is that, or or, or like how, what are the, some of the KPIs we'll say for you guys when you look at that aspect of the business? Well. It comes from understanding that most people are going to jump on board because they're excited about the outcome. And it's one of those things, especially when it comes to guitar playing, that a little tiny bit of practice every day, let's say 15 minutes of practice every day, is going to get you far better results than two hours on the weekend. And so for me, it's about trying to get everybody started. And I always say that results are the best motivation because if you if you're doing something and you're slamming it let's say you're doing the two hours a week thing two hours on the weekend playing guitar and you're not seeing any progress you're going to give up you know and, and unless you're finding fun not being able to play anything you're going to give up just trying it two hours on the weekend because uh, that progress isn't there but if you can change that mindset and just do like 15 minutes every day and you're getting that res those results, then it is a huge bump in success. And then so what we really try to do is not only get people to switch that mindset and think, right, I only have to do a little bit. Obviously, you know, more than 15 minutes is better than 15 minutes, but 15 minutes is really all it takes. But in our community, once people get in there, they it's just everybody is on the same wavelength and if they aren't and they post in there and they're like oh i'm not really feeling it you know then they get motivated from everybody else and then so it's no longer just about us you know people always talk about oh you know build your tribe create your tribe and and i always thought that was a little bit lame but then now i know what they're talking about and it's you know like for instance i just use the word community and then it's all of a sudden it doesn't seem lame to me <laughs> but um it's like having that community having that tribe helps other people success it helps other people succeed and really motivates everyone and it's just a really good you know place to be going and like for uh even just to lift your own spirits you go in there and people are just talking about their wins or just posting progress videos and then so for us as far as you know, like getting student success. It's about making sure they go through, you know, for instance, a strategy video that we have at the start of every course, uh, going through like a, a practice methodology video that I have, trying to get them in the community and just really trying to get that first step. Because if they can take that first step and see results from it, then I know that the momentum is going to keep them pushed and they're going to be in the community and they're, and they're going to keep because, you know, like, obviously you're getting results, you're going to be more motivated and it's just a self-fulfilling cycle. I love it. Well, Charlie, I really appreciate you sharing all this with us today. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, there's a, probably a number of ways we could go with this and go even deeper, but I, I just really appreciate you being really transparent with your numbers, kind of what you guys are doing. So my last question, I guess, to, to wrap it up is I'm curious, um, I know you have some plans with the kind of the celebrity um, educators and stuff like that, um, kind of branding that piece, which we'll see how that pans out. And of course, I'm sure it'll be successful for you guys. I'm curious, like when you when you look at kind of what you build today, like how do you see this uh, growing in the future? It sounds like YouTube is going to be part of it, celebrity endorsements or that kind of thing, something like that. Um, where else do you see this going and what are you guys doubling 
down on in 2018 and beyond? Right. So I had a chat with Onyx and Gal about two years ago now. And it was around that time that it was still just really me. Uh, it was just me. I had a friend of mine help me out with customer support at night and I had my video editor. And I asked Anik, I was like, right, I was at six figures at the time. And I said, how do I scale from six figures to seven figures? And how do I go from seven figures to eight figures? And is it the same pro? Uh, is it the same process? And he said, "No, it's not. It happens in four stages. The first stage, from zero to three hundred thousand a year, is the most difficult stage possible. But once you hit that three hundred thousand a year, something weird happens, and you shoot straight to a million, and that's stage two. Stage three is one to three million, and that is hard again. And then stage four is three to ten million." And that gets easy again. Not as easy as stage two, though. So he said in that first stage and the second stage, focus 100% on cash flow. You're going to have, you know, your, your front-end products. And you need to really, really focus on maximizing the average order value because that's going to allow you to scale your advertising. And then so making sure that your upsells are absolutely dialed in, making sure that you are increasing, you know, trying to get close to that double. If a product, if you're selling a front end product for $100, you want to try and make the average order cart, you know, average order value $200. If you can't quite get there, then all good. But you really focus on the cash flow so that you can scale up your advertising. Once you hit that million dollar a year mark, then you want to focus on events. You want to focus on, you know, really building up continuity. And, you know, by events, I mean, you know, like, for instance, even just a launch is an event, you know, and then just continue that on. And then so after you, you, you get past that, uh, you know, that one to three million a year mark, then just really push on to uh, on to, you know, building the continuity side of it, because you've got the cash flow, which allows you to run the business sustainably. You've got multiple seven figures coming in. It's not like things are just going to drop off the face of the planet if you have a little bit of a dip while you change your focus. So right now, our focus is 100% uh, finishing out, wrapping up our promotional calendar that we have. We've got some really cool things that we're going to be uh, you know, doing, uh, doing for our members, new courses. But from the second, uh, the last two quarters of this, of 2018 and beyond, is really going to be building up our continuity program in a number of ways. Obviously, we want to get more members in there, but we're also going to be, uh, you know, getting a lot of more ways to deliver value. So, for instance, in our continuity program, which is called the VIP Club, members get like a minimum of three, but it's actually far more. We just say a minimum of three. We kind of need to update what we are, <laughs> what, what we're offering with it. Uh, live guitar workshops every single month with instructors from all over the world. We're going to be adding more instructors, we're going to be adding in more exclusive courses and uh, some other fun ways to be adding more value to those uh, to those VIP members. And then we're going to be switching all of our focus just on pumping that to the, you know, like shooting that to the moon. I want to be able to deliver in our VIP club. It's obviously we can deliver far more value than if someone buys a one off course. 
and we can help people on an ongoing basis and really help them achieve these guitar playing goals. And so that's where our focus is. It's like, how can we deliver people their dreams? Because that's really what we're here to do. And then so 100% our focus is going to be on absolutely blowing up our continuity for the rest of uh, 2018 and beyond. I love it, man. I love your approach. I love the commitment to the to the members in your community. And uh, man, just really great stuff. Super tangible too for anybody listening. So I know everybody listening. I know I, I was taking notes as you were talking. It was really, awesome. really good stuff. And I really appreciate it. So where can people reach out to find you, connect with you, and join your community? Right. Well, obviously, we've got uh, you know, guitarmastermethod.com. Um, on the your, our website right now is a little bit out of date, but you'll still be able to opt in to uh, you know to one of um, one of our free offers with uh, you know free lessons, and uh, obviously you can contact us directly. Uh, contact me directly from the uh, the website. Um, of course, it will go to uh, go to our support um, support roadies here because uh, you know it, we, we don't call them support team. We call them support roadies after all. This is a, a music based business, <laughs> and so. Um, if uh, you know, just to tell them that uh, you you heard me speaking on here, and they'll forward through the message to me. I love it. Make sure if you're listening to this, if you do that, do that, and uh, and let Charlie and his team know. Um, and Charlie, just thank you so much for being on in the trenches, man. I really appreciate you sharing all your knowledge and wisdom with us. Hey, my pleasure, man.